edition of Curve Balls and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma, sitting beside me here in the Tanguma living room. Yes, we're actually doing it in my house. A rare occurrence on the podcast. Sitting on the couch, on the casting couch, is Dominic Hobson. <laughs> Dominic, how are you doing today? If this is the casting couch, then I'm actually quite happy to be here today, Brandon. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for having me. Don't need to take off my jacket or my, sl- my sandals or anything. I'm sorry, my slides. Do I do it? Get on? comfortable, Dominic. Cause, you I'm going to take them off. You ready? Watch this. Oh, I can fall asleep now. You've had a long day. You've been a hard-working man. I am. That is an understatement. How was your day today, Dominic? Well, you know, Brandon uh, pulled over on the side of the road, took a dump today before I got to work, so it's been a good day. Think crap myself. We had a co- How do you have a coat chili before you I, get to work? I honestly don't know, Brandon. I literally I was... You know, you never been to my store, but you know, there's two ways to get there, and I went the shortcut. And luckily, there's a little like, you know, turnout for like you can park your car and go hiking and stuff. And there's a porta potty, so I uh, I blew that bitch up. R.I.P. That trailside porta potty. Okay, technically it's like a bathroom, but it's like like a, you know. A nice porta potty. Anyways, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everybody had a lovely. Thanksgiving, had a good time with the family, didn't get too political, no family fights. Dominic, how was your Thanksgiving today? Well, you know, it was great. You know, one of my best friends couldn't even uh, tell me Happy Thanksgiving, so, you know. Oh, it's okay. You know, my uh, one of my best friends and my co-host also didn't wish me Happy Thanksgiving, but it's okay. It's fine. Philip didn't wish you Happy Thanksgiving? No, Philip didn't wish me what Happy Thanksgiving. Dick. I know, what an asshole. Yeah, you, you didn't say it, so I didn't say it to you. That's okay. Okay. I know, we're not... I almost kind of forgot to send it, send something to my father. That's okay. I sent him... Did you see the, the cake, the turkey cake that looks like a dick? Yes. I sent him that. That cake or the picture? The picture. Oh. I don't know where the cake you should, is. You should have sent him the cake. That would have been better. It would have been better. Are you sure you want to do a podcast? I mean, I think it would be better just shooting the shit as our podcast. That might be even better than curveballs and show shots. Is that what we would normally do? Is we just talk shit and go off the rails all the time? That is true. Dominic, is there anything you want to get off your chest? No. No? Get off my ball sack because it hurts, but no. We're good. Oh, your ball sack hurts? Yeah. What's wrong? Being squeezed so much. What's the studio audience been doing to you? <laughs> Nothing. That's the bad word. Anyways, let's get to Dominic's picks. Bum, bum. Well, week 12, Dominic went to 7 and 9 after a stellar week 11. He stumbled a little bit, but he's still above 500, which was all we can ask for. He is 89, 76, and 1. And 1. And we had three Thanksgiving games. We're going to talk about uh, a couple of them at the end of Dominic's picks because they have a two of the teams are playing each other next week on Thursday. But the Saints and the Bills get big wins. The Saints clinch the NFC South, and the Bills continue to have a firm grasp on that number one wild card spot. Big win for both those teams, Dominic. I mean, it's kind of common knowledge nowadays. Saints always going to clinch that first spot, so I'm not surprised by that. And the Bills, surprisingly, very, very good lately. So 
The AFC East is not out of the question. They are two games behind. They still have one more game with the Patriots in Foxborough, which could be tough. Do you think the Bills could get it done? Or maybe that's the wrong question. Do you think they could make a solid run in the playoffs? Because I don't think they're going to make the division. But um, I agree. I don't think they'll make the division, but I do see them taking that first wild card. Do I see them making a run? I could see them winning one, maybe two, but that would be about it. I don't see them getting past that. Well, I've already did the mute slip early on in the show, so can't do it again for the hey, rest of the show. Nothing but nothing but uh, I, I fucked up my saying. So let's just 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 I was keep, going just to keep say, talking. Just keep talking. Uh, two teams that are fighting for that second wild card spot is the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. They take on each other in Indianapolis. Dominic, who do you got and why? I think I'm gonna go with the Titans. I mean, I feel like the Colts. If this was the beginning of the season, I would go. With, I would go with the Colts. I feel like the Titans have been playing a lot better than the Colts lately, so I'm gonna go with the Titans. And then we have the big game of the week. It's a marquee matchup. It's an early matchup. We have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. A former Super Bowl matchup. Will this be the Super Bowl matchup this year? Uh, I quite. I can quite see that happen. Quite possible. Quite. Uh, you know. Ideal? Quite, uh... I don't know. That's why I keep using the word quite. Well, will you, quite... Will you make a pick? <laughs> that, I, I, that, that was pretty I bad. was trying to use quite, but then I just was like, how am I going to use quite while making him make a pick? Just quite make a pick. Just please quite make a pick. Go with the Niners. I'll keep writing that bad wagon. Any reason is it going to be... You know, we were very wrong on the 49er... Ca- uh, Packers game last week, saying there was going to be a shootout, and you know the we Packers. We were wrong on a couple games that we agreed were going to happen. Well, I don't know if it was we. You know, it's Dominic's picks, not mm, Brandon Dominic's picks. Yeah, but I always, you know, shoot to you to see if you know. Anyways, anyways, how do you think this game will play out? Uh, it's going to be a shootout. What? Okay. I'll no, I, I mean, well, I was hoping Lamar you were going to give me a little bit more than just it's a shootout. It's a shootout. No, I think. Lamar Jackson and Jimmy G are, are two top-tier quarterbacks. They both have an offense that obviously produces. You know, their defense is decent, so we'll have to go from there. I think it's going to be a shootout. Big Daddy walking around the house yelling at his at his lady friend. Shout-out to Travis and Tyler. Travis, avid listener of the podcast. Go check them out on, is on, he really? on Trapdoor to Hell. I haven't told you this story yet, Dominic, but... Uh, since we haven't talked to each other all week, because all yeah. we do is just we just do this podcast. Now we don't talk to each other at all. Yeah, we're not, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just used to be best. We, yeah, we used to be best friends, but now we're just co-host. But anyways, yeah, whatever. Uh, if you remember the story I told on the podcast last week about Josh and his ball shaver being charged, well, Travis texted him quite literally an hour after we <laughs> uploaded the podcast <laughs> to a quote get some big daddy with no context <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> And thank you, Dominic, for not muting your microphone. Oh, no. I, I They have to know how funny this is. So, yeah, shout out to Travis Gunderson. Avid listener of the podcast. Maybe the only listener of the podcast, but we appreciate him. That is amazing. I am... Oh, man, I'm so happy. Well, something that's not going to make you happy Yeah. is the New York Jets taking on the Cincinnati Bengals after the Jets shellacked the Oakland Raiders. We will get into that in a little bit. Oh, come on, we're going to talk about that right now? We're not going to talk about it right now. We'll talk <sighs> about it later. But the Jets take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This could have been a tank bowl, but now the Jets are just kind of a mediocre 
the team and the Cincinnati Bengals still have not got a win. I, think I, feel, like the, I feel like the Jets are like the Raiders of last year, where like everyone was like really high in the Jets. Everyone was really high in the Raiders. The Raiders sucked. The Jets sucked. But then like the Raiders pulled out these like weird wins. So, but I'll go with the Jets still. Okay, and then a a mediocre bowl between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. A rematch of the epic that we saw a few weeks ago when Miles Garrett shellacked Mason Rudolph in the head with his own helmet. Mason Rudolph will not be playing this game. He has been benched for Devin Hodges. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they technically have the second spot in the wild card. So this isn't, they're making a quarterback change late in the year. And this is still a playoff team. That's, uh, that's pretty sad. I'm sorry. You're a playoff team, and yet this is what... Third string quarterback, because pretty much maybe, maybe even fourth big, string quarterback. Big Ben went down. Then Mason Rudolph shit the bed. So yeah, I guess this would be third string. Yeah. Hmm. But and you're a playoff team. Wow, that's sad. Cleveland doing you know they're getting the job done. They're winning these week scheduled games. It's on the road at Pittsburgh. Tough place to play. Who gets the dub? I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Because I want to see Pittsburgh riot when they lose. So Then we got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Eagles have their uh, destiny in hand. They just have to kind of win out to win the NFC East. And the NFC East is for the taking. After what happened on Thanksgiving, we will get to that. And they take on the Miami Dolphins. Should, is this easy collapse for the Philadelphia Eagles? Or do they slip up? I think they slip up. I'm going to go with the, the Dolphins. I, I, I pick one bad, at least one for sure bad pick a week. So this would be my one for sure bad pick. You could have saved it for the Washington racial slurs taking on the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers still technically in the playoff hunt. They can't get the division anymore because the Saints clinched that. But it is at home. Does Carolina get it done against Washington, who's coming off a win? They're white hot. No, I'm going to go with the Panthers, which means the Dolphins are going to lose and the Redskins are going to win. They have uh, Dwayne Haskins taking selfies with the fans before the game is over, and he misses his uh, victory formation. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's no big deal for me. No one ever took a picture with me, so I don't care. We have multiple people that take pictures with you. Well, I guess, like, you paid for them. So I guess it doesn't count. Basically, I am I prostituted them for pictures. Yes. You're, you call them the smoke show a prostitute? I would never call it a prostitute. Unless she's into that stuff, then, you know, holla at your boy. We get the Green Bay Packers taking on the New York football giants at MetLife Stadium. Green Bay trying to bounce back after that tough loss. Tough loss? Pfft. They're fucking humiliated. I'm trying to be nice here. Fuck Green Bay. Going with Green Bay, though. Great analysis by Dominic Hobson there. Hey, you know what? I'm trying. All right? I don't feel good, you know. You're being very unpolite to your guests. In your... Guests? There's multiple guests? I'm, I, I didn't, I'm with child today. Your millions and millions of little children? Yes. Just have him... Right, we're not going to get him. Yeah, let's not get him. <laughs> and anyways, we get uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. A meaningless division matchup, I think, I would say. But, I should I make the pick? Uh, I, oh. I guess I'll go with Jacksonville. I don't, I, is Nick Foles playing? 
BDN is still playing, even okay. though he uh, did not play very good last week. Even though he kind of he put up the points, he put up the fantasy points, but yet he didn't get the the job done in the W column. Yeah, I think I'll go with Jacksonville then. Then we got a NFC West matchup. We get the Los Angeles Rams coming off an embarrassing loss to the Baltimore Ravens, taking on Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, coming off their bye. Well-rested, well-prepared, does Arizona get it done against the Rams, who have been definitely reeling in the past few weeks. I really weeks. don't know, because if this was last year, I would have said the Rams hand down, hands down, you know, Jared Goff, you know, stud. Lately, uh, I don't know who the Rams are. So I think I'm going to go with Arizona. I think they squeak it out. What do you think is wrong with the Rams, as you said, you know, Sean McVay was the the hot young thing, and then it just kind of all falls apart. There's a lot of things you could point to. You know, maybe it's game plan. Is it the players? Is it like kind of the thing where you just pay too much money, so then you know you put so much money in a few spots, but then everything else is lacking. I mean, I I, I think it's more of it, they were really hyped at the end of the year, um, and there there is a quote unquote Super Bowl hangover. There's a lot of you know, stats to back it up that it, when, when you go to the Super Bowl and you lose, ten, you tend to, you know, be very, not like, you know, terrible the next, well, I guess sometimes they're terrible, but you send a, tend to slip up after a Super Bowl loss. Well, I mean, you know, Patriots lost the Super Bowl. I think they won it the next season, so. It's it's the Patriots. They just, you ignore them. Tom Brady, GOAT. Um, no, and, and I, I 100% agree with that, but when it comes to the Rams, though, they pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, kept their core lineup. So, I mean, for them to be doing so bad, it's kind of surprising. Staying in the West, we get the Oakland Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This was supposed to be a battle for AFC West supremacy, but the Raiders shit the bed against the Jets. They just completely got smacked. You know, the They looked like my shorts after I crapped myself. The uh, no, come on. starters get no. benched in the third quarter, so that just showed you how bad it was. We we kind of talked about this last week. Maybe they would look past the Jets, and maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? You know, the cross-country 10 a.m. start time game can be tough on those Who West Coast teams. Who do you blame for that loss? Do you blame Gruden? Do you blame Derek Carr? Do you blame... You blame everybody. When you lose 34-3 to three or whatever, nothing went right. I still lost my fantasy game, though, so... Whatever. What, was it really bad? Because you were projected to lose by a lot. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. We're not gonna. Okay, well, we're going to talk about it after we get to Dominic's picks. Because is, is this the last regular season game? Oh, I have no season? idea. i got to check. Oh, well, while you check... Well, you didn't even make a pick. We got the Oakland Raiders Throw taking the on... Chiefs. Is it going to get ugly? He is going to be real bad. All right, and then we get uh, some more West Coast matchup. We get the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Denver Broncos. A West Coast Tank Bowl, quite possibly. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Who do you got? Give me your analysis on this pick. My analysis. Go. We got the Chargers, who have... We, we kept trying to, like, you know, get them going. We keep trying to believe in them, but then they keep shit in the bed. They've been doing okay, but then Phillip Rivers just keeps making those costly turnovers. And then we get... Uh, the Denver Broncos, who I think might be a tad bit underrated. It is at home. The Chargers coming off of their bye. If I'm going to make the pick, I will go with the 
Denver Broncos. Why the fuck no, not? No, go the Chargers. Okay, there you go. You, of course, you know you never listen to me, Dominic. Just you know, you know, whatever. It's fine. Then we move on to the prime time game, Sunday Night Football. We get the New England Patriots taking on the Houston Texans. The Patriots coming off of that ugly win against the Dallas Cowboys in New England. Houston in first place of the AFC uh, South. Can they get the job done at home, indoors, against the Patriots? No. Because, like I just said like minutes ago, Tom, Tom Brady, goat. I mean... But the offense have not, has not been that good this season. It's Tom Brady. They don't have J.J. Watt. So I, I mean, I do say the, the Texans' defense isn't as vaunted as it used to be, but yet the New England defense isn't as vaunted as it used to be. So I think it will come down to the Houston offense against the New England defense. If they get a turnover or two, I think that's all they really need to swing the game in their favor. But it's Tom Brady. I heard that. My stomach is... I heard that. Is it time to go boo-boo? Is it time to go chili bowl? Do you got to go take a poo-poo? I don't have to go take a poo-poo. As my coworker Mark, you should meet him sometime. He's a cool guy. As he says, uh, pee-pee Is that caca? why you always hang out with him instead of Got to go pee-pee caca? Uh, sorry, I didn't know you worked you work with a three-year-old. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know you're like one of the older people who work there, but I mean, geez, Dominic, I didn't know you were working with such This is like people. a 55-year-old man. <laughs> Just come work with me sometime. <laughs> no? No. I think I'll, I'll rather work at Amazon. I've been hearing a lot of Amazon ads lately. Maybe I'll go work for Amazon. Maybe we can, we can go work for Amazon. Yeah, maybe we can. Yeah, we get a route together. Yeah, yeah. I drive and you run out and throw the boxes over the fence. Sure. Okay. It's a date. After we become tag team champions, uh-huh. Miami, Miami, minor, maybe mi- minor league Miami hockey stars. Maybe. Maybe. We start our own VR porn company. Uh, what else? What other plans do we have? Tag Team Champions, right? I, I, that was the first thing I said. Oh. I don't remember. I feel like I'm going to burp. Well, you can burp as I tell the people that Dominic still has not made a pick between... Well, I guess he did technically make a pick in New England. Well, you didn't really like, give a reason. Well, just because Tom Brady's the goat. Then on Minnesota... Okay, fine. On Monday Night Football, we get a battle of the two wild card teams in the NFC. We get the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Seagulls in Seattle, so whether it might be an issue there. Dominic, who do you got and why in this highly anticipated Monday Night Football matchup? I want to go with Minnesota, but I feel like Seattle's going to get it done. It's in home turf, so I think I'm going to go with Seattle. I mean, Russell Wilson's been doing phenomenal this season, and being able to play the way he's playing with the players he's had, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson and the, and the Seagulls. Then on Thursday night, we get a matchup of the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. The Cowboys not looking so hot against those Buffalo Bills. And then the Chicago Bears beating the Detroit Lions in Detroit on Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of questions up in the air with the Cowboys. Dominic, your thoughts on Jason Garrett and his future with the Cowboys? Well, I'm surprised they haven't. For Jerry Jones being the man he is, I'm surprised they haven't cut him already. With that being said, I do agree with Jerry Jones. Like, at this point in the season, you fire him. What is that? How is that going to help your team? It's only going to like hurt them. It's going to hurt them, or it's not going to change anything. You wait him out to the end of the year. 
you get rid of him, and you, I think you go find a new coach. You don't. I don't think you promote anybody within, not even interim. I think you go out and you find your head coach. You fire Garrett, you bring this new guy in, and I think you whoever. I think you need to have a more. Um, do you try to like spread the offense out because you have the tools of Cooper and Dak and Zeke, and if you try to spread them out and, you know, work the college-style offense, maybe that could be the secret to success? That might be good for them. Um, I was thinking, I think Prescott just needs to, he needs to, There, there's something, I, I, I know when I say it, somewhat, you or some troll on the internet's going to make fun of me, but I feel like he just needs to, to fine-tune some of his targeting, but... He was playing so good at the beginning of the season, and we were talking about him wanting a new contract. He turned down, like, $30 million because he wants $40 million, and everyone laughed at him. And then he comes out these first couple weeks and plays great, and then now he's starting to play real teams, and he doesn't do good. The Cowboys have not beat a single team over 500 this year, and yet they're still in first place of the division. I mean, he goes to show you that... You know what the NFL needs to do? They need to shift... They need to, like, you know, each year change the, uh, you know, conferences, you know. Because I think it's kind of BS that, you know, the Cowboys are playing so bad this year, and yet they're in first, and yet the Raiders are doing pretty good, and they're in second. So you're telling me that the NFL needs to be like the Premier League, and they, like, promote in demote players, demote teams? Not that, but just, you know, flip them around, you know? Like, you know, maybe next year, you know, they're in the NFC. I don't know. I don't know. Dominic, who do you got between the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears. Cleo Mack's going to get, like, three sacks. Trubisky's probably going to throw a couple touchdowns, probably. All right, and now we move on to Dominic's fantasy football Q&A. Oh, I mean... Dominic, what, what's okay. going on? Okay, what's going on with on. the team? For yeah. me... You know, Maybe boy, I should listen to Travis. You know, I think he's doing pretty good this year. Well, I mean, he's doing okay. You know, your boy Pink Yeti is in second place. It should be the second seed, but you know, because of divisions and shit like that, I'm third place. So, so okay, here, okay. Let, let me ask you the question. He's playing Baker Mayfield. I'm playing Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers going against Giants. Mayfield's going against Pittsburgh. Who's the better? Who Who do you think will win that matchup? I am still starting Aaron Rodgers despite, you know, him not doing so well. I guess he, he did okay in my league because we count completion, so he kind of racked those up. I think it could possibly be a blowout in Green Bay, so maybe they kind of take the pedal off the, you know, take the foot off the gas a little bit, and maybe they go real run heavy in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. The Baker Mayfield, he did pretty good, I guess, for his standards. I mean, it was it was a good showing he had against the mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers last time they played, so I think it might be a wash, and it might, when push comes to shove, I think I would go with Aaron Rodgers, because it's Aaron okay. Rodgers, even though he is not the quarterback maybe you drafted him to be, but I think he'll he'll still get the job done and so, wrap up some points. The other thing is... Kansas City over Oakland's defense, okay. Where is it? Who am I looking for? Oh, running backs. Oh, running backs. Here we go. Because my receivers are fine. I got Cooper, who didn't do too well for me, but was defense. Metcalf, and I had Brown in my flex. But running backs, I've been starting Le'Veon because I think he's the best player on my team. 
I picked up LaShawn McCoy. Is that a good pickup? It's an okay pickup. The wider, the running back situation in Kansas City is just a complete mess. I have Damian Williams, and he is going to be out with a rib injury, so he's not going to be playing, which is going to help, obviously, uh, LaShawn McCoy's usage. Daryl Williams is going to be used as well, so... I think they're kind of a wash for both of them. I think they'll split carries. LeSean I mean, McCoy. do you think I should start Carlos Hyde instead of one of them, or should I keep... You stay away from Carlos Hyde because he's playing that New England defense. Uh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I mean, Other I, I, that, I learned though, it the hard way with Amari Cooper last week. I mean, we both did. Zero points, zero catches. So the only the only nothing. other thing I can really change then would be either... I would either start... I would, would be Fitzgerald, so I put Fitzgerald in for Metcalf or not. I would keep Metcalf. I think Metcalf has yeah. a lot of upside. He has a high ceiling. Yes, he might not have been doing so well these last few weeks. Minnesota defense, I feel it might be a, a tad overrated. Yes, it is in Seattle, so maybe there is going to be some weather issues. So maybe it's going to be a very run-heavy game. But, I mean, I think I'm – I don't know if you want to, like, you know, go too deep into it and, like, look at Seattle's weather and maybe that hinders you. But if everything's equal, I would go with Metcalf over Fitzgerald. Well, I'll keep Metcalf then. So, yeah, I guess I'm not going to change anything. I'll just keep my lineup the way it is. All right. Then next week we got we got the playoffs for fantasy football. Oh, I, I might not make it. I don't know. I think I'm tied for second in my league, in my standings for my division or whatever. Well, we'll find out next week. And so then finally to wrap up sports, we got some uh, some MMA talk. We never usually talk MMA, but it's a big one. Conor McGregor is coming back. Woo. He's going to face Cowboy Donald Cerrone. James Storm? Oh, never mind. January 18th, UFC 246 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Big deal. We out? I, I mean, we, we I did say, you know, we're going to Vegas next year. I don't know if I explicitly said, you know, double or nothing. So I mean, we could go to this one. It's then. Ooh, and, and I talked to the studio and spelled that. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be going. Oh, why? Um, Daddy broke. Oh, Daddy's broke. Yeah. Sawi. Uh, you know, we'll talk about this off the air. Okay. Because, you know, we'll talk about it. Oh, no, actually, I take that back. She said, you get the hotel room and I buy the tickets this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then what happens when I buy, you know, a, a shitty hotel and then I, everyone gets mad at me? Or she gets mad at me. And what happens when I buy shitty-ass tickets and you get mad at me? And nobody's happy. There you go. And then we learn that I buy the hotel and you, you buy the tickets. Exactly. Because... Let's be honest, Dominic. Can we? Can I count on you no. to remember no. No. to go no. to no. get the tickets on the time exactly they come out? No. Exactly. I would have to give you my card, and you'd have to buy them with my card, which that's what I'd probably do. So We'll cross that bridge. When we get there. Talking about wrestling, though, and AEW, let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Well, we didn't even really talk. I mean, I know you're not the biggest MMA person, but this is kind of a big deal that Conor McGregor's coming I mean, back. I'm surprised he is coming back, because I thought he was arrested. He did hard time. He's a convict. I thought. Didn't they arrest him for beating that old man's ass? They arrest him, and then they just release him, because he's Conor McGregor, and he gets away with everything. Fucking, I wish I could do that to a couple people, then. Who? I mean, if you want to air your grievances, do it now. There's a couple co-workers. I'm not going to say their names, because I know... I did tell a couple of coworkers about the podcast, and it's not them. If you're listening, it's not you guys. You, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You know, uh, they probably don't listen because they listened once. They it's said, that old man who says "caca pee pee," isn't it? P 
Pee Pee Kaka, get it right. Sorry, Pee Pee Kaka. No, it's not Mark. I love Mark. You know why? Because I'm a Mark. Because I didn't know X Pac liked football. It's a little inside joke for uh, yes, for for us over here on Curveballs and Church House. But anyway, maybe Shane Helms is listening. You know, he'll 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 know who we're talking about. Maybe he does. Maybe but he uh, does. last weekend we had a weekend full of wrestling for WWE. We had War Games and Survivor Series. I posted my War Games recap because, I'm sorry, we had some shitty audio quality last week. I don't exactly know what happened. Hopefully it doesn't happen on this episode, but y- you never know. Yeah, you know, Brandon's not the tech whiz as I thought when I hired him. So hmm. Hired? That implies you're paying me. I'm paying you with something else, big boy. Three inches of limp dick? I don't think I can even get hard anymore. My balls hurt so bad. <laughs> Come on, talk about we have a lot of stuff to talk about off the air because we have a lot of catching up to do. But anyways, uh, War Games and Survivor Series. Want to take it one by one? Your thoughts on War Games? You know, we saw it together because we're such good friends. Um, I believe my favorite match was... Hmm, I think my favorite match was probably Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Um, I feel like the men's War Games match was kind of too... How do you say, um, God, I can't, what's the word I'm looking for? God damn it. I don't it. know, because you were a little busy during War Games. Dominic, would you like to tell the people what you were doing during War Games? What was I doing, doing War Games? With my phone. No, we're not talking about that. Why? Because what if, what if the studio audience listens? The studio audience doesn't listen. I was pretending to be Brandon, and I was messaging a girl on Tinder because I was trying to get his, get his, get his dick sucked. Even though I explicitly told you before you swiped right. No fabages. No. I looked at her and I was like, no, Dominic, because I could see you were contemplating. And then, of course, you swiped right. And it was an instant match. And then you you matched with whatever her name is. I keep calling, like, Yasmani Grandal because her name is, like, Yaz. Yaz something. And then uh, Dominic just messaged her back to back. And, of course... She was uh she was very interested in your boy. She's a cool buck buck ninety at least. Yara Yara Tizza. What if she listens? And you're just shouting her out. Shout out to Yara Tizza from Merced. <laughs> she uh is not here for hookups, which Dominic asked what exactly is a hookup. Yep. And she explicitly said, Friends would be cool to just let me know. Oh, she actually used the right two, so maybe uh, you know, maybe your boy is interested now. There we go. She's a cat and dog person, so let me love your pets. Yellow heart emoji. She's yeah. a cosmetology student. She loves anime and tons of movies. I enjoy cooking, writing, and playing guitar. I play She's a guitarist. Oh, I'm gonna give I my play band. other instruments too. Skin flute. Pineapples <laughs> does go on pizza. I'm a I'm happiest on the beach. Braces are off now. Oh my god! Smiling emoji and a little off note. If I fall for you, then I most likely write you a cute slash shitty love song. Yes, I'm fat, but <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> so there you go. Look, you guys are working it together. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. Shout out your teaser. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite was Riddle and Valar. My least favorite was probably the men's war games match. What about you, Brandon? Well, you guys can go listen to my War Games recap. Okay, they're not going to go listen. Like just tell them what you want. Yes, they will listen. They will go listen. But you, Travis doesn't. He, Travis never listens to the wrestling part. He only listens to the sports part and then tunes out. So that means okay. he didn't get to listen to this gem of a story. Damn. It's a shame. He he won't text me, get some <laughs> in the middle of the night or in an hour from now. 
but we'll find out. Today. We'll find out. We will find out. So anyways, uh, as I said on the recap, I-, I enjoyed pretty much everything on the show. I thought the booking of the women's war games was fantastic. And, you know, maybe it was a little unbelievable that the heels lost four on two, but they're definitely pushing Rhea Ripley very strong. The men's match with the surprise of KO was fun. It was the more athletic, you know, spotty match, which I enjoyed as well. I, the two matches in the middle were good. I didn't like the Finn Balor-Matt Riddle match as much as you did, but I did quite enjoy it. I think it was the first chapter in a span of different matches because maybe Johnny Gargano isn't going to be back for you know, a long period of time, so maybe they'll have a match. Uh, not a Royal Rumble, but a couple weeks after Royal Rumble in Portland, Oregon. So, I think overall it was a good show. But I would say it wasn't as good as Survivor Series. Uh, maybe it was better than Survivor Series. But, Dominic, your thoughts on Survivor Series? I didn't get to watch it. I was working. Is that different than any other time on any uh, other whoa, wrestling show we watch? don't bury me right now, boy. Oh, you call me boy? Boy. Better watch your tone, boy. Better watch your tone, girl. Bitch. Anyways. No, um, I didn't get to really watch it, so I can't really talk about it. I'm sorry. Actually, did I watch it? Well, you have my password and login for WWE Network, so you can just watch it whenever you want. Did I? Did I watch some of that? No, I didn't. I think I just saw the highlights. Like every other week. Alright, if you would like to listen to my recap, you can go and listen to it on the Bullocast. Or maybe I'll give it to you right now. I guess I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you right now. No, just give us your ratings, goddammit. Um, I thought the women's tag team match was... The the philosophy and the booking of that was fucking shitty, because you have Io Shirai and Candice LeRae just leaving for no reason, and then they come back, and they're supposed to be hated rivals, and they're they're helping Rhea Ripley, who should be the total badass, and just squash everybody, and yet she needs help to, you know, beat Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks is a freshly turned heel, and she already has issues with getting the crowd to hate her, and then she's put in the sympathetic position, and there's a lot of things going on, especially now that we have... Three teams in these Survivor Series matches. We have 15 people yet that try to individually book and try to save and, you know, not get bared too much. Tony Storm, someone who I'm very high on, who can be the top woman, maybe top person in the company, just kind of comes in unceremoniously, not really, you know, put any character development in, and then she just loses for no reason. So before we go off any further, don't you think, like, okay, let's say you, you and me... You know, we're on a team, and we hate each other. Don't you think for the betterment of the team, and for us to be victorious, we will put our differences aside for one night? I could see Candace maybe doing that, because she's the goody two-shoes baby face. But why would Eo do that? Why would Eo care? Because maybe maybe she's tired of the, the Raw and SmackDown brand being so, you know, disrespectful to her, you know? Like, ugh. And this is why the whole brand warfare thing is fucking stupid, and I'm so happy that we're gone away from it. That's why I enjoyed Raw quite a bit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, I mean, everything else was good. There was no, like, spectacular match, I would say. The Keith Lee, I wouldn't say standout performance, but spotlight that was put on him in the men's tag team match was noticeable. I think we're going to have to stay tuned and see what Keith Lee does on the main roster if he ever gets there. And, you know, just sorry to interrupt, but 
you know, my good friend Mark texted me. Thank you again for the help today. Look at that. Did you ever text Did me that? Did you help him pee-pee and caca? No. I helped him deliver trees. What kind of trees? Christmas trees. Mm. So in your face. Dominic works at Osh Hardware. Or no, it's Orchard. Outdoor or- Supply. God, get it right. So whatever. You know what? You're, you're just a... Well, I was going to ask you. How was Black Friday, even though technically you guys aren't open officially at the soft launch, so like not a lot of people are going to become bum-rushing in, but how was Black Friday, Dominic? Busy as fuck. How was your Black Friday shopping experience? Wanted to shoot myself. I asked you, Dominic, if you want to go shopping, and then you you said you were just going to do it with the family, and I wanted to go to Target, but then you ended up going to Target without me. But it's okay, fine. I went to Target by myself like a big boy. What'd you get? I got Madden. Because I'm a child. Bitch. And I got some presents. For me? No, you, they don't have your present at uh, Target. That's how exclusive it is. Oh, God. I have to get it on Amazon. Oh, God. You guys are going to... Can't wait for our second annual Curveballs and Chair Shots gift exchange. Oh, God. (laughs) Studio audience knows what it is. She probably forgot because she cares so much about this. It's not another cock ring, is it? It is not another cock ring because you... Well, let's just say it's it's more useful than it was last year, but it's less expensive than it was last year. More useful but less expensive. Yes, you know, it still hurts me that I spent whatever, 60, 70 bucks on... On Lisa. a fucking pocket pussy, whatever thing, <laughs> and you barely used it, and didn't. Let's keep this going down low. I mean, we have a whole episode about it. I'm probably gonna drop it, at you know, before our, our episode on Christmas. Let's just upload the video to our, our Twitter page. I still have the video. All eight minutes of you trying to clean out Lisa, all just to throw her away. All right, Pete, Lisa. And because the fuck, right? She was a good flashlight. She's all right. I've had better. Well, you're the one who wanted the fucking butthole. What, you told me the vagina's better? Oh, it's way better. Gotta get the top of the line. I I still get uh, emails from them, and sometimes I'm scared to, like, check my email at class because I'll fucking have, like, a flashlight thing, and it'll just be, like, some bitch in a fucking lingerie. I'm I'm scared to click on it. Or be some guy just stroking his dick. Sometimes there's, like, half-naked guys on there. Because they they have the flesh jack. Huh? They have the flesh jack. What's that? It's like a flashlight for like gay dudes. It's like a guy's butthole. <laughs> We're going downhill quick, aren't we? <laughs> Let's just keep talking. Go. Just keep going. Let's talk about wrestling. Uh, well, we get some more landmines to talk about. Because on during war games, what? Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Corey okay. Graves decided to tweet out that you guys wouldn't know it, but there is a Hall of Famer and a former ROH world champion on commentary. And then word got to uh, to Mauro Ranallo, because obviously he was hinting at Mauro Ranallo's announcing. It's very polarizing. Maybe not the wrong. That was probably not the uh, right use of the word. But anyways, if, if you catch my drift, get it? I know, I know. It was a bipolar. Yes, I, I know. Okay, just want to make sure that everybody got offended by that. And he, Mauro Ranallo deleted his Twitter uh, some people came after uh, Corey. Corey still kind of, you know, stood his ground. Mara was not at Survivor Series. He was not on this week's uh, NXT show. Word is that he's in a rough place. If you don't know, Mara Ranallo suffers from depression, bipolar And yet disorder. you make a joke like that. You're it wasn't asshole. really a joke. It was just a 
you know, a miss. It was a poorly timed use of a word. Sure. Okay. But Morrow uh, hasn't really been heard from. People saying that it's he's not in a good place. Corey did pseudo apologize on his podcast. I say pseudo because he did one of those apologies where it's I'm sorry for whoever I offended, which isn't really the best way to apologize. Eh, I mean, I don't blame Curry. Curry? I said Curry. Curry on the pre and post show for the Warriors yesterday, and they lost, of course. I'm not mad at Corey. Um, I feel like, in my opinion, he's just stating his opinion. If someone gets a, if 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 you know he got offended by that and wants here's to... here's a hot take. You don't put your all your thoughts on the internet. Everything doesn't have to be put out on the or internet. Or you, you know, but the thing is, you know, it's just maybe the, maybe he's kind of like you. You know, his sense of humor is so dry. You know, maybe it comes off like you're being serious, and then you offend somebody, and they hate you for a long time, and then you know, yeah, it affects the whole balance of the relationship. I wonder who have I ever offended that has gotten mad at me, and it just affects our relationship. I don't know. Okay, nothing's coming off the top of my head. Hmm. Studio? No. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll figure it out at the end of the but show. But I don't, I don't blame Corey. I mean, yeah, I I think. Yeah, he's fine. I think it was just something that you shouldn't tweet. Like, what is the point of that? You're only gonna like hurt somebody, and then Morrow. I yes, I know it's like he has just he has depression issues and everything, but it's like, I mean, you never know like what's gonna set somebody off, but it's just kind of like really, like I would hope that he had he was able to kind of deflect that and just can, be can like, I just ask a really dark question? I mean, are, it's, your, it's our podcast. It's okay. your podcast, oh, okay. Dominic. You can do whatever you want. If he is to kill himself, would it be another Crispin Roth situation? Or they would just kind of just like not talk about him, or do you think they'd be like, "Oh, he suffered from bipolar and depression. It's okay to talk about it," or you know, like, would? Hey, Finn, shut the fuck up. Hey, the cat's fine. Answer my suicide question. Um. I, well, hopefully, Morrow is is doing better. Haven't heard any updates in the past few days, but if something like that were to happen, it would be interesting to see how WWE was to handle that situation because on Survivor Series they said that he blew out his voice which came out like that's not the case and then on Wednesday they just said that Morrow isn't here and we hope he gets better they didn't say because of his voice or because of the the depression so they're still kind of you know skirting around the whole situation so I mean obviously if he did something like that you have to acknowledge it you have to say something but I don't think it's something where they're just gonna forget and just like never talk about him ever again I mean because that's basically what they did with Benoit it was oh well Benoit also killed his wife and kid (laughs) Christopher Hall of Fame 2020 baby let's go for it I'm gonna nominate him this year his son can accept the award the one that's alive. Yes. Do it. Okay. Uh, finally, on a, on a lighter note, we have Lana. She has re-signed with WWE, so if you can't, if you haven't been getting enough Lana, you're gonna get more for the next five years. I'm fine with that, as long as I would hope she continues to uh, work on her in-ring ability and maybe try to stop, you know, being a hoe. But I'll be fine with that. With Lana and Rusev not together on screen, what 
can Lana is Lana just gonna be like a wrestler, a manager for somebody else? Do they eventually get back together? And does this open the door and maybe Rusev, you know, not signing with WWE? I mean, I I don't see. It, I would have to see the way they bring them back together. If if it's just kind of like out of nowhere, here comes Lana and Rusev, and she's talking in a her horrible accent. It's kind of like the the fuck happened. But um, you know, maybe there's an angle where maybe Lana gets Bobby Lashley a title, and then Rusev you know challenges him for it, and Lana screws Bobby, and it's like a big ploy for I don't know. But I it, it it's hard to speculate. Do I want to see Rusev in WWE? But didn't Rusev resign for like five years too? I don't fucking know. Well, any hoots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Moving on to Raw, we kicked the show off with a town hall meeting. Seth Rollins, maybe a little nod to the whole Seth Rollins-Dave Meltzer situation that happened on Twitter a few weeks ago. Seth Rollins giving a quote-unquote raw-raw speech to the locker room in the middle of the ring, and it kind of seemed as though he turned heel, kind of, sort of, not really, who knows. He just kind of buried everyone, saying that, you know, they all fucked up, and they need to take act, you know, take responsibilities for their actions, and that leads to a confrontation with Kevin Owens, and that leads to a match later on in the show. You think this is Seth's way of turning heel because the fans are making him turn heel? I think at this point, we need to turn Seth Rollins heel. I don't know where you get that top tier babyface. I think we're gonna have to get, we're gonna get it with Kevin Owens, which I would I wholeheartedly endorse. But they've done so much damage to KO that it might be hard to get the most value out so of. So you're him. telling me we're gonna have Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar? Maybe that could be fun. I mean, Kevin Owens and Paul Heyman going back and forth. I would I would like that part, but the wrestling part, uh, I don't I don't really see that being that good of a match in my opinion. Well, we have to stay tuned to find out about that. Okay. We get Kevin Owens cutting a promo. Seth Rollins cuts a promo. And that leads into the match. And it leads into a no contest once the Authors of Pain show up and beat down Kevin Owens. Look at Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, they don't do anything to him. They leave. And then Seth gives a few stomps to KO for good measure to end the show. I would think further cementing his heel turn. But will we see Seth Rollins and AOP together going forward? Probably, I I think that's probably going to be the uh, the new frac uh, fraction. The faction. They're going with fractions now. They're going to go three fourths of a group, or three thirds, which would be a whole whole team. Look at us, we can do maths. <laughs> um, no, I I think that's going to be a new faction. Um, do I think? I mean, I don't see how they all coexist together, but I do see that, you know, working out for the future. I just, uh, with, I'm just trying to figure out who they go against OC, but none of them have titles, so it would just be two heel factions going after each other. I don't know, but I hope, I hope whatever the plan is with them, it works out in the end. I think the Seth Rollins AOP dynamic could be. Uh, a good thing going forward to them being a serious faction or group or whatever you call them. I don't know. The OC, they're good, but they are kind of more lighthearted and comedy-oriented. So I think Seth Rollins being the clear-cut leader, top heel, especially this next month leading into Royal Rumble, we're not going to see 
Brock Lesnar. Could be a, a lot of fun. Then we get Rey Mysterio, who lost to Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. He is the new United States champion after he defeats AJ Styles. So your thoughts on them putting the title on Rey? Is it like because he lost to Brock and he's getting his heat back? Is it because they didn't want a Kofi Kingston thing where people get mad at Rey or get mad at the company for burying Rey and then they don't do anything with him? I mean, my, my only issue with it is I, don't, I actually don't care what they do with Ray. I think Ray is only there to get Dominic into the business and he's done. My issue is with AJ and the OC, where do they go from here? Do they stay mid-card? Do they go back up to, you know, do you have AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar? Do you have AJ Styles just doing some bullshit feud? Like, where does AJ go from here? I think AJ's the bigger and more important star to worry about than Rey Mysterio. Randy Orton did get involved into the match, so you could see Randy Orton, who has kind of been a babyface recently. He gets, Shout out to Randy Orton, give him the uh, jack-off motion to Seth Rollins after he walked out on him during the town hall meeting, so there's that. Good job, Randy. I mean, I think AJ and Randy going forward could be the feud they look at. But my thing is, it's a great feud. I, I would like it, but we've seen it before. We saw it early this year at WrestleMania, and I fucked up. I was doing so good. That's twice, mister. I know, I know, I know. And I'll be honest, for too long. They, it's only been like 48 minutes. It's oh, too long. I want to go home. Dominic, you've been wanting to go home since you got here. I've been wanting to go home since I got home. Exactly. You've been wanting to go home since you woke up. That's well, you, you were a wanting, true statement. You wanted to go home since you had to take a shit at a park bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean... It's the mid-card of WWE who really knows what's going to go on. But then we get Asuka in Charlotte going one-on-one. And Charlotte, being such a nice lad that she is, she's able to pull her hair back and stick her face out for Asuka to spray her in the face with the mask, almost as though Charlotte knew that the mist was coming and she didn't want it to get in her hair because it was going to be a bitch to clean. That is amazing. You, you think that'd be like something they would have planned. I know. It's amazing. But... For, I mean, I think it was just intuition that Charlotte, you know, she had to get the hair out of her face to clearly see Asuka, and then Asuka just happens to blow mist in her face. And then, you know, the lovely memes of people saying what happened to Charlotte and why she has green all over herself. Is a meme of it? Well, I mean, Brazzers did uh, tweet about it. Oh my god, I gotta look at this up. Hang on. Keep talking, I'm gonna well, look it up. Well, it was a few weeks ago, I mean, a few days ago. I could, if you, if you keep talking, I can send it to you, because I sent it to my brother. Because you never check Twitter. You're more on Instagram. I'm on Twitter right now. Well, I don't want you to browse through Brazzer's Twitter history. Oh, because I'm looking it up right now. Okay, so there you go. Uh, Anything on Asuka and Charlotte? Oh my god! (laughs) Sorry. What, Dominic? Nothing. Give us a play-by-play. What you're looking at right now? Just boobies. We've already talked about the flesh jack. I mean, I don't think we can get any more down in the dumps than this. Looking at some boobies. And Which boobies. Is... And more boobies. Lots of boobies. Oh, look at this. So, Which is so what you always do when you're on When Twitter. the Joker Halloween costume goes completely wrong and it says Yoda this thing? Yeah, it's whatever. It's a Yoda joke because, you know, there's green all over her and they said, like, Yoda did it or something because, you know, Yoda was all up in that bitch. <laughs> gave her a big old facial. <laughs> Shut up, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's so cute. Mandalorian, 
Great show. Highly recommended. Dominic, have you seen The Mandalorian? No, I don't have Disney+. Plus. It's a shame. Why am I not following this? Browsers? Yeah. I mean, if you want to follow browsers live on the podcast, you do that. I mean, like... Your, your Twitter whatever follows are not very... To, to, see, to see that? No. It's an ass. Yeah. And leggings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What about my Twitter followers? Ha- happy holidays, everybody. We got uh, Rusev getting arrested because he violated the, whatchamacallit, the restraining order. Yeah. Is this Rusev Stone Cold moment? If it is, it's not really very Stone Cold-esque. Maybe if he would have cracked a beer after, yeah. I think I think if he would have cracked a beer after, fans would have went apeshit crazy. Because beer gets you over. Yep. Then we got Buddy Murphy beating your boy Matt Hardy. And we continue the Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black saga. Do you think Matt Hardy becomes broken again or woken again? Probably not. They're just going to use him to get other people over. And then he just is squandered with those last few bumps on his bump card taken from away from him. Is Jeff ever going to come back? Who knows? That's very... Is Jeff just dead? And finally, we get Andrade taking on Akira Tozawa, and that's really nice that they protected the Cruiserweight division because Akira Tozawa challenged Leo Rush a couple days ago, so that really puts over the Cruiserweight division. Good for them. Then we're going to jump over to SmackDown real quick. We get Bray Wyatt with some Firefly Funhouse vignettes. He breaks out, a, I guess, another new championship, which you can buy online on WWE Shop for the low, low price of $6,499. Excuse me? Yes. You can go to WWE Shop right now, and you can pre-order your authentic limited edition Fiend Universal title. Or Fiend title. I don't know exactly what they're calling it. And they're gonna, they're gonna really fucking milk, Somebody out there milk is this pay for thing. That. They're really milking the Fiend character. But anyways, Jesus. we get to Bray Wyatt and Dana Bryan doing their thing, and at the end of the show, Bray Wyatt pulls Bryan, and he yanks his hair out. So the real question is, what is Dana Bryan's new look gonna be? He's gonna go back to the shaved head with the crazy beard. So he's gonna keep the beard, but just shave the head. Yes, you. Your hair with my beard. Okay. And I will say he goes completely ROH champion bald. He's just bald, clean shaven, just completely starting from scratch. Something. Well, I, I guess he kind of had a little... I'm trying to think of what he looked like in NXT. He kind of had like longer hair, but he didn't have a beard, right? Yeah, no beard. It was, so it I think was... he, he's going to go full ROH and go bald, no beard. If that happens, yes, movement can be never again chanted. What do you chant? American Dragon. Yep, we get an American Dragon chant. Yes. We get some returns on SmackDown as well. We get Sheamus coming back. He kind of calls out the entire SmackDown roster. I assume he's a heel, but he did call out The Fiend as well. We get Alexa Bliss returning to help out her girl, Nekai. And then we get Elias hitting on Dana Brooke, who uh, was going... Shot for shot, <laughs> Dave Batista, over the uh, last couple days. Does this mean there is a Dave Batista return confirmed to kick Elias's ass for hitting on Dana Brooke? Quite possibly. So does this mean I was I, you know we've already gone so far in the dumps? I can just say does this mean we're gonna get Elias versus Dave Batista? 
Danny Brooke on a pole match. <laughs> that, that was a nice one. I'll give I'll give you I'll give you a fist bump for that. And and I just mean you know just Dana Brooke just stripping, just stripping. She's not like you know Judy Bagwell it's on a pole. Whoever tips the most wins, right? Maybe maybe. Anything uh, titillating? Titillating about yeah, those uh, those those three returns. Do you, what maybe Sheamus is you know the big one because we haven't seen him for such a long time. Where do you think Sheamus goes? I think Sheamus will probably challenge Bray and be unsuccessful and then dwindle back down into the mid card. Do um, you think he, Sheamus is just going to... I think this is kind of just the easy pick, that he's going to be somebody for uh, Roman Reigns to beat as Roman is eventually the person who dethrones the Fiend at WrestleMania or something. Exactly. Um, and you need that. Well, that it, it all depends. He When he returned last from time from injury, came in as a face. We were there. We were there, remember? We were there. We were there. WrestleMania 31. Came in. He was hot. He was bro-kicking everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what does he do? He kicks Daniel Bryan's ass. So I think it's just a matter of time until he heel turns. So. Speaking of the big dog, Roman Reigns, we get him taking on Bobby Roode or Robert Roode at the beginning of the show. And Roman spears him and dumps a table on him because he's the big dog. And big dog got a big dog. Is that where it's big dog gonna be big doggin doggin biggin? Toboggan. You know what a toboggan is? What is a toboggan, Dom? It's like a beanie. Yes. Kind of like a beanie. Mm-hmm. You're my toboggan. You know that. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Uh, and finally, we get speaking of heel turns and face turns for no goddamn reason. Bailey and Sasha come out and they cut a promo, kind of similar to what Seth Rollins did on Raw, and then Lacey Evans just comes out. And they're in Alabama, so I guess, you know, the Southern Bell is going to be over. And Finn, I'm trying to recap Lacey Evans' face turn. Shut the fuck up. Jeez. Apparently he's he's nasty. He's a nasty. But, uh, so yeah, Lacey Evans comes out, and she's a babyface after being a teal. Then she turns babyface in Saudi Arabia. Then she's back to being a heel. And then she punches Sasha Banks in the face. So it looks like we're going to Lacey Evans versus Bailey. Woo! I don't know who I like better in that situation, Bailey or Lacey Evans. I like Lacey Evans, but, you know, she she too green still, in my opinion. Greener than Charlotte on Monday? Oh, uh, no, I, I, I think Lacey is fine, but they're still Naomi, wherever, she, you know, wherever she may be, she would be a great candidate a great wrench to throw into Bailey and Sasha's plan. But no, they put Lacey Evans, not Naomi. They don't put, you know, where's Eva Marie at? Come on. Eva Marie's not in the company. Oh. Anyways, on that note, let's go to AEW Dynamite. Ah. We get, Chris, I know, we're, we're almost done. We're down the home stretch. We get Chris Jericho's celebration for Le Champion. And they go like <laughs> almost 20 minutes. And I think they tried a little too hard to try to replicate the This Is Your Life Festival of Friendship. It was good. I think it went a tad bit too long. Not everything landed on that. Then we get the Jericho versus Scorpio Sky match for the championship in the main event. And Chris Jericho retains, surprisingly. Actually, it's not surprisingly. I'm pretty sure Scorpio Sky had no chance. But it was still a great match. I think uh, one of the better matches... Jericho's had in AEW, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about it, but, you know. 
I mean, you're just flipping a pen. It's a highlighter. Get it right. Sorry. I thought it was a good match. I don't know if I'd say it was his best match. I think the Cody-Jericho match was, was really good. Kenny, I think on average, was a really good match, but I think the crowd was kind of dead because everything that happened. Uh, it was a good match. The Celebration for Le Champion was all right. Dominic, your thoughts on the Celebration for Le Champion? Eh. Those things don't really... I, I just like to watch the wrestling now. I don't really like the... There's only certain promos and, and you know skits and stuff like that I actually like to want to watch for, you know. Well, let's talk about some wrestling. We get the best friends defeating the Lucha Bros, who I guess are kind of full-fledged heels up at this point. Don't know why they're trying to get the Lucha Brothers to be heels, but they are. And once again, we get a low-mid-card tag team beating quite possibly the one of the top tag teams in the division, so we get more 50-50 booking from AEW. One of the ta top tag teams in the world. So fix it. Sorry. One of the tap tag teams in the world there you go. loses to the best friends. 50-50 booking. It's horrible. It just makes... There's more room for... Uh, I mean, maybe it's not too bad if you think about it. Because maybe that gives everybody a fighting chance to be champions. You know what I mean? But then at what point is it like the NFC East where it's like everyone's around 500 and it's like nobody's going to make a legitimate run and it's like none of these teams are all that good anyways. Uh, I, I, I didn't think about that. Do I think, though? No, I don't. Anyways, Cody finally emerges after his loss to Chris Jericho. We don't get a promo. He just comes out and he has a squash match. And then at the end, we get the debut of the Butcher, Blade, and the Bunny. I did not realize, but uh, Braxton Sutter was the Blade. I believe, and then I don't know who the other guy is, and then of course Allie is the bunny, so we get another tag team introduced into the division. Who is going to be C Cody's tag team partner? Maybe Dustin? Who knows what they go. So why is Allie the bunny? Who knows, because she got attacked by Brandy. Maybe because Brandy and Kong attacked her. She's going after Brandy's man, even though they haven't really linked the two together since Brandy has gone off with Kong. I mean, I just find it funny that Allie is in a mask and sexy as hell. Um, and, you know, it's clearly her. It's not like it's, you know, maybe she could they could have covered her up a little bit more, kind of been a little more mysterious. I think Allie is a decent enough heel. I think, def or, you know, her natural role is a baby face. But I think she did a good job in TNA kind of being the she's like under a spell and she's like a, an evil heel so i think she can pull it off yes it's a much different character than that she's kind of like the you know leader dominatrix whatever so that should be interesting to see how they play that i'm not excited if this leads to a alley versus brandy Rhodes match though which is going to lead to a brandy versus kong match which isn't much better we get Kenny Omega taking on Pac, and he is able to beat Pac with a roll-up. Really good match. It's a roll-up, so it doesn't hurt Pac too much. But uh, one kind of, you know, 50-50 booking again, but it seems though they're kind of trying to right the wrongs of this Kenny Omega storyline. I, 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 I'm disappointed at what AEW's done with Kenny Omega thus far, to be honest. I mean, I remember... I think at double or nothing. I said like I feel like 
Elite's winning too much. And then th- when AEW debuted, I always kept saying, hey, Elite this, Elite that. I feel like Kenny, out of the whole Elite squad, is taking the most hits. I think it's about time for him to get what he's deserving. And I don't think a Kenny Omega heel turn is what I'm stating. I'm thinking he just needs to kind of turn his badass meter to like a nine and just start kicking ass and taking names. He teased the cleaner a little bit. Is the cleaner what we need to see from Kenny to really get him going? Oh, God, yeah. I think that would, you know, he just turns it on and just goes crazy. I mean, taking out anyone and everyone in his path. A member of the elite that we might see turn heel is Hangman Adam Page because he loses the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal Ring, whatever the fuck it's called, to MJF. Still don't understand what's the whole point of this diamond ring. It just kind of felt like a gimmick to give MJF because it fits his gimmick. Uh, DDP hands the ring to MJF, and then Wardlow beats down on the old man, possibly setting up Cody and DDP against MJF and Wardlow. Who knows? But your thoughts on MJF winning this ring that we don't really know what it means exactly. I mean, I think it's just fitting his gimmick. I don't really see... Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's big anything... And this is where the wheels fall off because Dominic is tired and too busy looking at his phone. Yeah, pretty much. And well, and because I honestly don't... I, I don't want to say it. We've already just fucking gone up the rails this far. Just say it. Fuck AEW. I think it's shit. There we go. There we go. Now we're getting to the heart of the issue, Dominic. I... 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 Hi, I'm Dominic, and I think AEW is overrated trash. Why? Because I feel like they're writing the coattails of John Moxley and Chris Jericho, and, you know, like, you know, some of their booking isn't really all that good. Their women's division sucks. You know. You know. Is it better than WWE? Nah, not really. Are they giving WWE running for their money? Yes. But, you know... Everybody was saying, you know, oh, they, they're going to do this and that and this and that. The one thing people criticized WWE about was the same storylines or the same matches. What are we seeing already? I mean, I don't think we've ever seen MJF take on Adam Page yet. Okay. we never seen Chris Drake would take on Scorpio Sky. Okay. We haven't seen the best friends take on the Lucha Bros. We have seen Kenny Omega take on Pac. My point being, yeah, and this is only, what, their sixth episode or something coming up? I believe that they're already on, like, their tenth. Whatever. This was this past episode was their ninth. They're going to be on their tenth. So I'm just saying, though, to me, I'm already bored. I've lost my attention. Sorry. Hot take coming from Dominic Hobson over there. Uh, Adam Page, is he going to turn heel because he keeps losing? No. I, think he, I don't think he goes heel. I really don't think he's going to turn heel ever. Okay, never ever. And finally, we had a Dustin Rhodes promo because he's finally back after his broken arm and he vows to, you know, beat the ass of Jake Hager, so that sets up probably a, a preliminary feud for him going forward and then the inner circle beats down on the old man and then we get a run-in from the Bucks or whatever and then... The Bucks. The uh, the stupidest spot 
of the show, maybe of the week, is we have all three heels in the corner just waiting for the Shattered Dreams of the baby faces, just pander to the crowd forever. When all the ba- all the heels had to do was just move their legs over the ropes to get out of the Shattered Dreams, but no, they stood there for like what felt like a minute, and they get kicked in the dick, and you got nobody to blame but yourself. You're the one sitting there like an idiot. I thought, you, you know, for the longest time, I always wondered how they took that took that spot. You kick him right in the asshole. But doesn't your shin kind of hit you, the... You, you kick him with the point of your boot right in the asshole. I think with me, I'd actually end up kicking the guy in the nuts. <laughs> Can I try it on you? I mean, I'm, I don't know where I'm going <laughs> to... When you want to hit you in the nuts, you don't know where you're going to fall? Well, I don't know how I'm going to like spread my legs out. That's going to you know, be like me sitting in the ring ropes. Oh. You know, I can't do a Jean-Claude Van Damme splits. Oh, you could. I could. You could. Not, Van Damme? But I'm not going to. CBD? Did you buy it? No, I did not. No. Maybe you need to buy it. You know, mellow out a little bit, though. Maybe. 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 Get maybe. Katie Forbes kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So now we know the reason why Dominic doesn't want to go to double or nothing is because he thinks AEW shit, and he's protesting them. Yep. Yep. Not because he's broke. Nope. And the studio audience is being a massive bitch. Yep. Has nothing to do with that. Yep. And on that note, Dominic, would you like to tell the people, do we have any emails? Oh, okay. Any well, questions? Just start monologuing real quick. Let me log in before my phone dies. I'm at 7%. Well, just monologue, you know, about curveballs and CS at Gmail and stuff like that. You know, just Well, like, if you'd like to send us an email, whether it be about wrestling, sports, anything, life, Christmas, questions. Jack, jack lights or whatever you said they were called. Flesh, flesh jacks. Flesh jacks, sorry. Flesh jacks or, you know, flesh lights or... Uh, I forgot what the other one. I don't know. There's so many different things. But anyways, uh, if you'd like to send us a question, Curveball and CS at gmail.com. We are at Curveballs and CS on Twitter. If you want to slide into the DMs over there, Curveballs and Chair Shots on Facebook. And we don't have an Instagram. Maybe we'll make one. Who knows? But until next time, uh, this has been Brandon Tanguma. Dominic Hobson sitting beside me. I have to put the phone me. number in now. To l- what? Trying to verify uh, it's you. The device isn't recognized for your security. I've only used my phone. This is some bullshit, people. Try another way. All right. So as Dominic goes twelve rounds. God damn! I'm not gonna put my phone number in here. Shit. With the Gmail login. It's some been bullshit. fun. Um, how you know? I don't know exactly where I'm going with this. Thanksgiving, you know, it was good. It was all right, you know. It's different. My cousin is away in Oregon. You know, Josh and and his lady friend, they stayed for a little bit, but then they left. So, you know, grandma died. You know, so sad. You know, aunt and uncles, you know. We have no love. Uncle uncle side of the family, you know, there's been some some stuff going on over there, so they don't really show up to Thanksgiving anymore. So, you know, it was a very, uh, you know, smaller little celebration than we normally have. We have uh, no love on the Gmail my aunt's bottom burner on her oven fucked up, so the turkey wasn't cooked very well. The pies were barely cooked, so we basically wasted you know all their money on the turkey, and they had to throw that away. Ham was pretty good. Shout out, shout out to Ham. Ham or the Ham. Ham. Uh, yeah, he is a A's season ticket holder, A's access member, which we are going to be for the 2020 season. Dominic, have you gotten the uh, downgrade? Because you know we're broke bitches, and we got to save money to make us uh, only have 10 games for A's access. <laughs> that would be a no. Uh, Even though I keep telling him to do it. And this is what happens when you give Dominic responsibilities. 
And do you I wonder f- why I the forgot. studio audience... I forgot. This is why the studio audience always gets mad at Dominic. Because she trusts him with stuff, and then he just... He forgets. I just have so many emails, Brandon. Oh About Flush Jacks? No, just... Erica Bush. Here she is. Uh, let's see. So then you're gonna so re- 504 a seat. So that would be, you know... Dominic, we're not going to talk about A's access on the podcast. We're already going too long, and the audio quality is probably trash. We're going to start picking your games next week, Erica. Okay, so we didn't have any email questions, but maybe we'll have some next week, but maybe we won't. So stay tuned I think I'm going to make a fake email account and start emailing us. Stay tuned for the... Dominic, if you want to have your own questions lined up, you can ask me, ask us questions, whatever you want. Hope everyone has a uh, yeah, fantastic whatever Sunday, Hanukkah. Monday, Tuesday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday. Hopefully, nobody got punched in the face over an HD TV. And yeah, until next time, I've been Brandon Tangum. That's been Dominic Thompson. And for the studio audience who's not here, who's working her last event of the season, because she's going to Mexico. And you know, when the studio audience is away, curveballs and chair shots will play. I like that. And until next time, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bye bye.